Blog Talk Radio. to read with me the last chapter of the book of Deuteronomy before we get to the book of Joshua. That is Deuteronomy 34, Deuteronomy chapter 34. Deuteronomy chapter 34 reads, and I quote, Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. It's a very important verse. Now, as you will know, that, Mo- that Joshua uh, is the successor of Moses or Moshe. And in verse 7, we read that Moshe was 120 years old when he died, yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. You remember that Moses spent time with God on the holy mount. And you remember how his face shone with the brightness and the illumination of the Spirit, and he covered his face or his countenance, when he went down before the people. This man had been in the very presence of God Almighty. And so he had been changed forever. This is a very powerful believer. And his successor, Joshua, would also be a very powerful believer. Now, As you all know, in the Hebrew alphabet, there is no J. Uh, So we have a Y, the letter Y. So in verse 9, instead of Joshua, we should read Yeshua, Yeshua. And Yeshua is the Hebrew name for, uh, for Jesus. So we read now Yeshua. Son of Nun was filled with the spirit of wisdom. And if you would note also in the New Testament, uh, Jesus or Yeshua was filled with the spirit uh, in order to fulfill his ministry before the Father. Please read, read Luke chapter 4, verse 1. So this very powerful believer. Uh, is to take over from Moses. And so we, in this Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 12, uh, here we meet the end of the Deuteronomistic literature. So, and Deuteronomy means the second giving of the law. 
Now, the law was first given to those who had participated in the original Exodus event, and the second given, giving of the law was to their children. God took their children into the promised land. And we read that they, their carcasses fell in the wilderness because of disobedience. Now, at the beginning of in Deuteronomy chapter 1, we read that the journey from Sinai to uh, Kadesh Barnea was only an 11-day journey. And because of disobedience, this journey, this 11-day journey, turned into uh, a 40-year wilderness wandering. So, they failed to believe God. They, they, they failed to have faith in God. Moses was filled with the power of faith in God. But there is a point of disobedience, and it's for this reason that Moses is not to lead his people into the promised land. He is to look over and see the promised land, but he is not to set foot therein. Not at that time. But we go to the New Testament. Moses does enter the promised land. He stands with Jesus at the Mount of Transfiguration. Who do you see there? Moses with his Lord with his Savior. Very, very wonderful, is it not? So when we get to the book of Joshua, or more accurately, Yeshua, we see that this very powerful believer has taken over from Moses. And this is a book of faith. The title of this book should be Yeshua, Conquest and Conflict. Now, the book of Joshua has three main divisions. uh, Chapters 1 through 4, we have the entrance into the land. In chapters 5 through 21, we have conquest of the land through many battles and conflicts. In chapters 22 through 24, we read about the perils and the, the danger in the land. And so the key message for this particular book uh, is that believers must understand and guard against the enemy. This book is about the world or the impact of the world, the flesh, and the devil and what these three can do to to the spiritual life of the believer. And so in order to remain victorious, the believer must be spirit-filled. The spirit-filled life is the normal life for every believer. Romans 8.2, Romans 8.2. The spirit-filled life is the life that God intended or intends for every believer. So, 
the land is given to the people. Eretz Israel, the land of Israel, the land. And please note that the theology of the land is prominent in the Old Testament. The land is given, but must be possessed. Title to the land is the gift of God. They have title to the land. However, possession of the gift is the result of an obedient walk. Um, Joshua 1, verse 2. Now, God says, you can have as much as you will take. And then in chapter 1 of Joshua, uh, chapter 1, well, in Joshua chapter 1, we have the B attitudes, capital B-E, hyphen, then the word attitudes, attitudes. And these B, the state of being verb, B, these are the attitudes that Yeshua or Joshua must have. We would do well, well to meditate on these B attitudes. Attitude is paramount. Joshua's attitude is foremost because of what he will face. He is to have the attitude of a conqueror. Paul wrote in Romans 8, We can do all things, or I can do all, that we can do all things through Christ. Or, or Paul said in the book of Philippians, I can do all things through Christ. Paul writes in Romans 8 that we are more than conquerors. Literally in the Greek, he writes that we are super conquerors. Super conquerors or over conquerors. Through him. Through him. Notice the language is key. The syntax, the language are key. Now, God tells his people, God, uh, God prepares his people, his people in, in Joshua 2. Spiritual battle requires preparation. The foes that they are going against had been defeated for 40 years. They're already defeated. Uh, in Joshua 2, we read, when we heard of it, our hearts melted and everyone's Courage failed because of you, for the Lord your God is God in heaven and on the earth below. So this was the corporate belief of those who lived in Canaan. And so God's people must do everything by faith. The crossing of the Jordan was by faith. God's people are being prepared to face Jericho. When Jericho, when they reached Jericho, Jericho was tightly shut up because of the Israelites. Notice. Notice their condition. Notice their heart preparation. Uh, no one went in. This is Joshua 6, 1, and no one, no one went out and no one came in. They were already defeated. God had already defeated them. God had defeated them 40 years ago because God was prepared to have his people to go in 40 years ago. You see, 
how through precise obedience in chapter 6, following God's plan, believing God's plan, depending on God's plan completely, lead that God's people defeated a foe that God had already defeated for them. Now listen, the walls were 300 feet thick. That's 300 feet thick and 60 feet high. Looking at these walls, looking at these fortifications with the eyes of flesh, with the eyes of man, would weaken and the heart would say, we cannot win. But do you see why God prepares us? Why we must be prepared through his word? Why we must be prepared through believing, through our attitudes? God wants our attitudes to be focused on him so that there is a Jericho fortress in our lives that seems impossible we can defeat that Jericho fortress. I don't know what it is in your life. It could be something inside of you, your heart. It could be on the outside. It could be your lack of dependence on God. It could be uh, your doubt. And doubt can limit your spiritual life. You could be stuck in the past. That could be your Jericho fortress. You could be on forgiveness. That could be your Jericho fortress. You could be in, you could like self-forgiveness for what you think God still sees and God still holds you responsible for in your life. Please understand that God forgives you and you may need to forgive yourself Climb off that throne and let God be God in your life. Surrender your will to his and you will see a brand new life. Then you will be able to defeat that Jericho fortress that is in your life, that is holding you back and keeping you down. Good afternoon. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich and God bless you.